Just before we get started, the Second Act Podcast would like to acknowledge that we are recording this podcast on Treaty 7 land inhabited by the Blackfoot Nations. This includes the Siksika, Pikani, and Kainai. We would also like to acknowledge the Sutsina and Stony Nakoda First Nations, as well as the Métis Nations and all people who make their home on Treaty 7 land in southern Alberta. But now that we've paid respects to people that were here before us, let's start the pod. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Second Act Podcast. Today's guest is certainly an interesting one, hey, Dad? Dick Frost is an uh, Instagram personality that I started following and uh, got uh, watching and following on TikTok and all the different things that he does and thought, man, this guy's really got his finger on the pulse of the oil field right now and, and how this uh, content gets created and shared and disseminated. And so I reached out and thought, hey, why don't we... Uh, see what it's all about and see see who he is and how he kind of landed here and before we knew it he has uh he's talking about his 30,000 TikTok followers, 30,000 on each account and 18,000 Instagram uh followers. Uh he's got videos on Instagram with 5 million views, not too bad for an unassuming uh vac truck hauler from Calgary. Yeah, it was a really interesting pod and it was tricky for me to pick a favorite part just because his entire the entire pod was just really fun to listen to and fun to go through. So I'm I'm not really going to say my favorite part cuz I want you to listen to all of it because it was really good. Yeah, that's uh that's actually a really um interesting point of view cuz I I thought it was all really good too. I uh, had a great conversation with him. He's just a great dude. He gets it. Uh he understands that um what what this is all about. And uh, just a super interesting fellow who's trying to make a living and have a little fun. And I think um, all of us can take a little bit out of that. So without any further ado, Dick Frost. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Well, welcome, Dick. It's a lot of fun to have uh, a content creator on that's somebody who who's kind of um, looks at uh, the irreverent side of something as serious as maybe what the oil patch is perceived as sometime sometimes and and you really do uh you know you find those light side lighter sides of the normal everyday things um that that your job you know might make it a little mundane and tough and uh and you and you just make it light and fun and people can watch and learn and follow along and and it's it's just a really neat uh a really neat position you kind of put yourself in uh with with a lot of hard work and and a lot of a lot of effort on the content creation i have to say there's a ton of it out there yeah, um, I get a lot of messages from people, you know, they're like, oh, thanks for, you know, giving me something to laugh at while I'm stuck in camp and, and, you know, miserable and whatnot. And it's like, you know what, like for me, same thing. It's an outlet for me, right? Like, especially like you said, when I'm doing things in camp, I don't want to be doing or, or in the patch anyway. Um, you know, like getting up at two in the morning and, and, you know, working a 15 hour day and then dispatch calls you up and be like, hey, you're going back out again. Well, no one likes to do that, right? But it's I find it funny and I find the humor in it and I put it in a video form a couple of times and, and, and you know, it's it you know, you, you can't be miserable about it. One way or another it's gonna get done, whether it's you or someone else. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna I'm gonna make fun of it as, as I do it. So Yeah. So what what's uh what's young Dick Dick Frost? story how did you uh you know what were some of the things in in your life that kind of led you to this opportunity um to to work in the oil patch and and then last long enough that you kind of know when to pick and choose your spots to make uh what 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 you can make fun of and how and and what parts of it you don't what how did how did that all come about 
Oh, well, I was, you know, 20 years old. I moved out to uh, Saskatchewan from, from Ontario and I was working at Leon's furniture, making 13 bucks an hour. And I thought, you know, I, I, I didn't move across the country for $13 an hour. You know what I mean? I could do that at home. And so I started thinking, Hey man, you know, like I, I want to work in the oil field and, and my wife and I, we, she didn't want me to leave at all. So, but uh, I worked with a guy in Le at Leon's who had just come from the U.S. that he got laid off and he was telling me, he's like, hey, you can make this kind of money and you can do this and this. So I took that back to the wife and she's like, oh, that's all hearsay, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, no, 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 listen. And I, and, I, and I went online, I started looking at it and talking to other people in the industry, went and got my tickets. And then I found a job and I told her, hey, I'm going to apply to this job. She's like, you probably won't get it. So whatever, it doesn't matter. Apply. I applied to it an hour later. They called me back and like, when can you start? So, so, uh, yeah, they even offered to come and pick me up in my house. They're like, we'll come pick you up. We, we they needed guys. And so I was like, okay, sweet. So I was out there for, you know, it was a bit of an adjustment period. I was out there for about three weeks and I thought, damn, this is hard. Right. And then, um, at the end of the, my, that first pay period, I was talking to my coworkers and I was like, man, I really got to buy my wife some flowers for, for saying, you know, to say sorry for being away. They're like flowers, man. Why don't you buy her a car? I'm like, what? What? What do you mean? Welcome to the oil patch. And then I got my first paycheck, and I was like, damn, I'm buying my wife a car, man. Fuck the flowers, right? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that was my first. Uh, the first time I worked on rigs in the late '90s, it was still paychecks, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I went out to work and came back on a short hitch, the way it worked out, and didn't know how much money I'd made. And then I went back out and worked a five-week hitch at the north end of the Chinchaga flying into the helmet airstrip. And I got home and I had like like that short check and then two full two-week checks sitting in the mailbox when I got home. And that was it. Like I was like, well, that's it. I can't work on the farm anymore. Like there's just yep. too much money. And uh, and it was like intoxicating for a whatever 19-year-old kid or whatever, right? Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, I know, I know the first thing I did was I got home. I took my wife out for a $400 dinner at the keg. And, and, you know, before that was like a third or, or half of my paycheck anyways. Right. And so I was like, well, I still got money left over and I just pay my bills too. What? Right. Yeah. And I said to my wife, I'm like, Hey, and this is a smaller, this is a smaller one. Cause I really didn't have that much, uh, that many hours. We were, we were kind of slow. We were just working into things. And, uh, the, and then when I went back out, right, uh, it was for, yeah, it was for like five, six weeks. And then they kind of got longer. And then I, I, we were playing around with, you know, longer and shorter hitches and seeing where, you know, the happy, the happy medium was. So, and yeah, I think we, right now, all these years later, I think we found it. So we're, we're golden. So, so how many years ago was that, that you kind of got kicked off into it? 12, 12 or so. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, oh, yeah, so you, you know, found the sweet spot now, you know, where, you, what it is, what it's about. Yeah. And, and right now, you know, we got two small, two small kids and, and, uh, we're, we're, we're just a young growing family. So my wife, she's, she's a stay at home mom now and she was working before kids. Right. But so now we had to, we found a sweet spot and then we had to tamper with that again to find out what works for a small family with one income now. Right. And yeah. that led to some pretty long hitches, five months at one point. Uh, that's, that's too much. Can't do that anymore. Uh, then, you know, we're, we're playing around four weeks seems to be 
that that spot right uh last time was five weeks the one i just finished was three because my daughter's birthday is in a couple days so i had to come home for it so yeah yeah and so in the in through all this you're so you right now you're driving like vac trucks right i think that's kind of looks like to be the bulk of what you do yeah i'm a, I'm a swamper on a vac truck i'm uh gonna go for my class three here this spring i'm uh tired of getting half the pay to do all the work yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's something true. else i joke around about it on video and stuff like that too about you know it, it it annoys me and it sucks but it, that's just that's the reality of it that's my job that's what i signed up to do and and i know my spot so and and i just i just poke fun at it all the time i put up videos where i'm just caked in chemical or invert and and i was like well you know what like you know is it too late to go to college i'm like nah, i love this forget that right and, yeah yeah that's that's a famous line i had a tool push uh um and and that was just before you had to clean mud tanks when when i was working derek uh, he'd say you didn't want to go to college to so get in the tanks. So that was yeah, uh... yeah. Actually, so, I made a video so... about that from Full Metal Jacket, right? Um, you know that line's like, "Why are you here, private? Got lost on the way to college, sir." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's a good. Uh, that's a good uh, appropriation appropriation of uh, of that uh, an iconic scene. That's funny yeah yeah um so so now so now you're you're doing this this gig and i mean the the character dick frost hasn't hasn't been it's not brand new but it hasn't been all around all 12 years of your career so what made you kind of just decide that instead of just entertaining the driver or somebody that you work with you're gonna actually like um you know film this and put some effort into it because there's there's like actually a, a reasonable production value with a lot of the work that you do right uh yeah kind of actually like um yeah so what made me do that i guess um i had just gotten back to work uh off, of, off days off and so i guess we go back a little bit everyone sends me videos on tiktok when it first came it came to be and before just before the pandemic and even during the pandemic i had a couple months off so um people were sending me TikToks all the time, like texting me them, my wife. And, and I'm like, I'm not watching these. I, I'm not getting into this. No, just leave me alone. Right. So then, so then I just created a TikTok account. I'm like, you can send them to the inbox and I'll just ignore them. Forget about it. Stop texting me. Right. So one day, one day uh, it was a pandemic and I was bored. And, and uh, the very beginning, my daughter was just born. And, uh, I started watching one. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty funny. All right. So, so then I'm like, let's see what else is kind of funny stuff's on here. Right. So I started going through it. And next thing you know, it's been like four hours. Like, oh, mm -hmm. here we go. Right. Yeah, been there. And yeah. So, so months go by and, and I'm, I'm at a grocery store in Swift Current. And uh, you know how there was like one way lanes uh, for, for at the grocery store for, oh, for the pandemic. So, you know, you can't go this way. Well, you got to go turn around and go back down another way. Well, I accidentally went down the wrong way. And I'm like, man, this would make a great video. So I pulled out my phone. I'm like, hey, when you go down the wrong way or the one way, you just turn your phone around, start walking backwards. And I'm like, oh, and it works. It's a COVID life hack. Right. <laughs> and it got, and it got 1900 views on it. And I was like, 1900 views, 1900 people watch that video. That's awesome. So I didn't do anything for a little while longer. I, I kind of left it at that. And then I started making videos uh, like two months later of me hanging out with my kids, just totally flopped. I'm like, whatever. And then I got called back to work 
and I went back to work and um, uh, I made a, a video. I, I, you don't see too much oil field stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I did a video, put a finger, put a finger down oil field edition. And, and I, I posted it and like an hour later, I looked back 40,000 views. I was like, shut up. That's awesome. And you know, just a rush of adrenaline. So I, 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 I'm like, I'm doing this more. So I started posting more and more and uh, put a finger down. Number two actually tanked. I had to redo that. And I found out why it tanked is because I did it in my camp room when out of my gear. So I've noticed videos that I make outside of my hard hat and coveralls don't do as well as videos that I make with my coveralls and hard hat on. Right. So, yeah. It's kind of like the opposite rule for um, some of the, uh, the the women when their coveralls and their uh their hard hats i noticed their one the ones they do with with like you know what i mean it's like a yeah a thing a girl in that gear it's like people click on it right so yep yep they want to they want to know what they do yeah it's interesting that it's something did you did you figure that out right away or was that something that you've learned over over your time that was over the course of about a month or so that it took me to figure. Oh, yeah. yeah, it took me about a month to figure that one out. I was like, oh, so my videos do well when I'm wearing this, but when I'm not, I'm in camp, they don't do so well. Okay, okay, yeah. now I know what to do. Now there's a the algorithm put me in a in a niche, right? So, well, and it's it's interesting. Like, I mean, you figured it out. Uh, we were just talking earlier. Like, two two TikTok accounts, like a backup and a and a main both with 30,000, uh, followers and, and your Instagram, 18,000 followers. Um, you got a, a, one, one video or one reel, I guess, with 5 million views. Uh, yeah, just over, yeah, I think it's just over 5 million. Yeah. It was crazy. And that, I got mostly got, um, most of that 5 million is actually on Facebook because Instagram's connected through Facebook. So if you look at it, most of those views came from Facebook. Facebook's a hard nut to crack, right? And and yeah, I I've also got five hundred followers on my private Facebook uh, on my on my Dick Frost Facebook account too. So yeah, five hundred and and that's that's a slow grow. Um, I've been working on that one for a while. Yeah, and that's like that is like I'm learning about this with uh, with my podcast, like that organic organic kind of you know you just gain a couple every. It, it feels good, but I've had yeah. a couple of po- of episodes that really popped, and that dopamine rush of like not being able to keep up to to the the amount of people downloading your stuff like it that's cool too, right? Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I remember the first video of mine that went real viral. I could, I was like, damn, that's awesome! Like. 600,000 views is sweet. And then, you know, you get your first round of comments, which is all good comments. And then a couple days later, it's, you start getting hate. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if I, I figured like if I didn't work in the oil patch and, 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 and had, you know, been verbally abused, right. Those comments probably would have destroyed me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. But that guy with all the numbers in his name, he didn't call you all those names and then you had to drive two hours home from the Simon at gas plant back to Fox Creek with them. So it's yes, like, yes. that's easy. I could do that. I remember, I remember when I first started getting those kind of comments and I first started uh, on TikTok, 
I was trying to tread lightly around those comments. I was trying to like tiptoe and be nice about it. Like, Oh, sorry if I offended you. Right. And then I learned, you know, and I learned TikTok, the algorithm loves beef, right? They love it. So I comment back, I'll be snarky right back. And then they'll comment back and then I'll comment back. And then the, how many times did they just watch the video and the algorithm pushed it out more and more and more. So I learned quickly too, they're um, always engaged with the trolls, right? Or people yeah. that don't agree with you, you know, like they're just, people don't understand how an algorithm works sometimes. And, and I use that to my advantage at the beginning. Right. And it was, it was huge. So that, that's an interesting question. And I have that written down here. Like once you started getting that hate and you get like initially, like how, how does that affect your mental health? I mean, you're just a guy who's trying to put food on his table and, and write something, you know, do something funny and some asshole is going to call you a bunch of names. Like, and you, unless you're not a shitty human being to start with, that's going to yeah. hurt. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, sometimes it, it, I, I just see that and it's like, man, this guy has it all wrong. He's got the wrong vision of me. You know, I'm just trying to get likes and, and views here. Right. And uh, yeah, no, it, it doesn't really affect me all that negatively um, because, you know, um, I know who I am, how I am. And, and, and like I said, yeah, that it, it just pushes it out even more. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, it doesn't really bother me too much. It never really did. I know there's a lot of people that it does. And I know a lot of people actually leave the app after a little while or, or, or shortly after getting there and they have a couple of viral videos. I know, I know the comments usually really drive them to leave. Oh yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, the, the keyboard warrior stuff that you see going on just, it, you know, it's, it's absurd really that we think it's, acceptable in our society but also it's like do you really need it right like you know what i mean yeah well there's there's a lot of uh you got a picture this way the app is originally designed for 12 year old kids right yeah and and they were doing their dancing and then adults just came over and took took it right over and um you got a picture a bunch of 30 30 ish to 40 ish year olds that are that are going back to playground bullying tactics to, to to try to offend other people oh this person said this or that person said this and man i'm friends with actually two groups of people on there right now that are kind of experiencing that and and i i just ignore it i don't get involved with the drama i just you know i'm i i'm over here i call it dick island i'm over here on dick island i'm trying to do my own thing while they're waging yeah. wars over there i'm switzerland right and yeah, yeah it's I see a lot of stuff I don't like, but I, I just ignore it because, you know, like it's an algorithm. You ignore it, it goes away. Yeah. That, and that's the self-discipline piece that's lacking with so much of, of what's happening. So, so when you're out and about, uh, you're home, you know, you're with your family, you're with your wife, you're, do, do people like recognize you at the grocery store? Like, do you, do you get, are you that level of kind of, I guess, fame? Yeah, I get recognized a lot, actually, especially at work, like in the patch. Yeah. Like, I'll show up on site. I'll get recognized there at the gas station, buddy. Uh, actually, I was in Dawson Creek about a week ago, almost a week ago, and a guy opened his door, and he's looking, and I just jump out. He's like, I thought that was you. What's up, bud? And then he's like, i got to get a picture with you. I've had a lot of people ask to take a picture with me. I think it's kind of crazy. Um, it happens a lot on site. It happens at the gas station and camps. And then it started happening in at home. Like the other day I took my kids uh, 
the YMCA uh, and we went swimming and we were on our way down and Buddy's like, hey, what's your name on TikTok again, man? I, I follow you. I'm like, oh, it, it's Dick. It's like, oh, Dick Frost, man. He's like, and he tried to tell me his username and, and I, I can't remember what his username was. But I was like, hey, man, how's it going? Nice to meet you. And I had my daughter in my hand and in, in my arms and she was kind of getting creeped out a little bit. And it's no offense to him. No offense no. to him. My daughter was just like, who's this stranger, right? So I was just like, you know what? Hey, man, I got to go. We're just we're just going swimming, right? But nice to meet you, right? And yeah, so it started happening. But I posted a video on TikTok about six months ago. I was walking in my neighborhood here, and you can barely see anything. You just see, like, the rooftops of a couple houses. And some guy messaged me. He's like, hey, you, you're on my street, man. He's like, I'm in camp right now, but you're on my street. He's like, I recognize that house behind you. And then he's like, it's crazy that, you know, we live in the same neighborhood and stuff like that. But, and, and I was like, yeah, like, that's, that's cool, man. Like that's so much top notch investigative work. Right. Yeah. My house is the one that's got the for sale sign in front of it now. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's, you know, like you, like that, that's kind of part of it, I guess. I, I never really thought of it till you said it right now, but like those those dudes know when you're in camp because your videos are up. Right. So yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a, that's a thing too, that I, until you said that the way that guy, you know, I never thought of that at all, that, that there's yeah. like that, that anonymity piece has to be there because of, of, uh, yeah. uh, you know, other nefarious reasons that people, you know, that we don't like to think about when we see this guy on TikTok cracking wise and doing these funny jokes, especially for somebody like me who, can appreciate almost every situation you've ever shown because I did all that work. Right. And, and yeah, worked in yeah. all those places, you know, when you're driving down the ANC road and like, I, I were, I drove up and I lived in Whitecourt for five years and, and worked all through there. I know all those places. Um, yeah. And it's like, so cool, but I, I don't think, well, actually, no, here's a dude who's eight hours away from his, from his house. You know, that's, that's actually what's happening here. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, an interesting I, uh, way, point of view. I posted a video a few months back when I got home. It's like, hey, when I'm just trying to watch the game, but my daughter wants to go to the TV, and I and I put her outside. This the shot of my door, me opening the door and putting her outside, and then giving her her suitcase. Like, leave, right? You can't, yeah. you know, just get out, leave. You know, this is my house, right? And you could see the address on the house, right? And my wife mentioned it to me. She's like, you know. It, it just takes one person to know what street you're on and then see that address up there. And, and she's right. She's absolutely right. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy and it's scary. You know, uh, she's home alone a lot with yeah. my kids while I'm gone. So, you know, it's her that has to, has to worry. Right. So. Well, and it's, it's just, it, it's just interesting how people view, somebody who puts their life out like that, like you're like, they just feel like they just get to have some, like, you know, the dude at, at the, at the pool doesn't think anything of it. He sees somebody from TikTok or Instagram, but it's like, but also, and, and hear me out here, I'm with my family and I don't feel like talking to you there at this moment, you know? And it's just yeah. amazing how the trade-off people in their minds, they're like, Oh no, this guy, I get to go say hi to him because he's on TikTok. Yeah, um, I get a lot of messages afterwards too, right? Like I, I'll come back, uh, I'll go online and I'll see on TikTok or Instagram, I'll get messages, hey, were you here today? I'm pretty sure oh, I yeah. saw you. And it's like, well, yeah, hey, I was there and you probably did see me. And, 
you know, I really, sometimes I appreciate them not coming up and, 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 you know, uh, getting in my face, but like, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's just kind of crazy. I'm just a normal guy. So I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, and, and people like to throw the word famous around. Well, if I was famous, I wouldn't have to be in a mud tank. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and it, I just joked around about it. Um, the, the internet's crazy, man. The internet is just so crazy, but I, I think, you know, just who knew throwing out one video that went viral like two years ago was going to lead to all that. Right. Well, and, and like lead to that, let's talk about what it's led to. I mean, you have, you have your own merch line going on right now, right? Yeah, man. We, we, I started thinking about that last year. I wanted to throw it out and it did, there wasn't really any thought or planning behind it. It was just like, let's start a merch line. All right. And then, and then I got a friend to make a sweater for me and I never, I've never even seen that sweater yet because just timing never really worked out. And uh, so it kind of just petered out a little bit. And, and, you know, I'm a big believer in things happen when they're supposed to. Right. So I, I don't push for it. It was just like, the dominoes fall into place. So, so it didn't happen. And I was like, okay, all right, whatever. It's not happening. And, and then, um, which is probably good because I was just going to outsource and get people to make it for me. Right. And then uh, a couple months ago we were talking, yeah, maybe we should, maybe we should look into merch. And I was like, yeah, all right. She has her own bows and hair bows and, and, and stuff like that thing that she does on the side. So, um, so I was like, I, I'll piggyback, I'll piggyback in off of you, and you know, I'll come in under your name on your little business name, the Frosted Collective, which she started because you know we were gonna do merch and frost. So the Frosted Collective came out, and then we had a little logo, and then I'm like, I oh, should create a TikTok page and an Instagram page for that, and then, and then that's when it started getting real. And then I looked into buying my own T-shirt press, my own sublimation printer, the Cricut she already had. And then other year, I we priced it all out. We went and bought it all, and then it was like, okay, this is this is happening. And and be, and I'm not outsourcing. So so the fact that I'm not outsourcing and and I making all my own stuff, my I can make it cheaper. I can sell it cheaper than you know, cut that third party out. So yeah, we're doing that. And uh, so far, so good, man. It's been like I don't know, less than a month, maybe maybe a month since I I started throwing my own merch out there, and it's doing really well so i'm i'm pretty excited for that like i don't know the shirt here i I love it i love that shirt oh it's that that's uh the only frost brand that's like such a great and yeah like you're in such the best line of work and then it's so witty that like even the people that maybe don't fully get it or whatever they think you know it's funny and then the people that get it really get it right oh they really get it uh it was actually my co-worker who who came, came to me and he's like man you need to do this and I'm like i don't know how that's gonna sit with my wife but all right so i i i, I threw it at her and surprisingly she was like yeah that's awesome you need to do that right so i i made, I made a mock-up of it threw it out online and 20 people bought one as soon as i threw it out threw it out like within two hours, 20 people had bought one. I was like, man, that's, that's crazy. Right. And, uh, yeah. And yeah. And, and this whole thing, we haven't, we, we've, we've put, we sent out a couple orders so far. Um, but, um, you know, we were just, it was all about playing around with it, working out the kinks and, and seeing what works, what doesn't material wise and, and whatnot. The first orders start to go out here on uh, next Friday. So, yeah. 
Very cool. I, uh, and it's interesting now that I understand your, a little bit of your back history, um, your Trudeau's piggy bank shirt being from Ontario originally, like that's, um, you know, it kind of, if you're a a born and bred Albertan, that's like, that means one thing, but then for somebody who, who moved out West and makes his living, you know, in, in this place, that Trudeau's piggy bank is like a, it's got like a whole, uh, nuanced meaning to it. Oh, that's, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, uh, I have a lot of conversations with friends and family back home that know nothing about the oil patch. All they hear is what the mainstream media says. Right. And, and they're like, well, you guys are killing the earth and, 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 you know, it's only fair that you do this and that. And I'm like, what, man, you need to get educated. Like I had to, right. I had to, yeah. I had to like, you know, learn. So like we have civil conversations about it. We're like, Hey, no, well, this happened and this happened. And that's why we're here now. And, and did you know, well, Quebec gets $21 billion a year, even though they're not actually uh, have not province on paper, maybe, but you know, behind the scenes, they're actually super wealthy. They, they get their energy money, right? They're, they're uh, hydro money. And, and yet they're, they're taking, what was it last year? $18 billion from Alberta, right? In, 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 in 2020 or whatever you want to say, um, in hindsight, Alberta is probably not as well off as Quebec is really. Oh no, I, I believe that honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, it's, uh, and, and the other, the other piece of merch that I wanted to touch on and, and I, I get it and uh, a lot of people do, but can you explain to me the most glorious hat ever, the camp 10 hat? explain that hat to the listeners i made the i made the black gold one the other day and i just i love it so camp chan is you know um you could be you know a solid two three outside of camp you're 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 not a very good looking person it's shallow as fuck i guess (laughs) but uh you're not a very good looking person when when you're in the real world but in in camp after about a week or so in camp everyone's a 10 Right. You're, you're, you're a camp 10. You know? Oh, that's, that's yeah. so good, man. I saw that hat the first time and I, <laughs> I messaged you. I was like, that is an elite hat. Like do not ever take this it. hat out of circulation. Never. I never will. No. Um, my wife actually um, edited it down a little bit because I originally wanted to say I'm a camp 10, right? Like I'm like, and she's like, ah, that's too much. You gotta simplify it a little bit. I was like, what? She's like, I'm uh, out. And she's like, just put Camp Ten. And so I, I did that, and and the way it looks is just, yeah, she was right again, right? So, yeah, yeah that's all that and uh, and brains too. She's got the, she's the total package for you, Dick. Hundred percent, hundred percent. She she tells me when I'm being an idiot, which is a lot. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's you need those people in your life. I have one of those too. Oh yeah, there's videos that I post where she's just like, "No, that's gonna come down." What? Yeah. She's like, "You, you can't do that. You can't say that." And and there's one that I made that I posted anyways, hoping to ask for forgiveness later. And it was like when you when you first get home from camp after a five week hitch, right? And it's me doing the if you think I'm sexy dance. It's like uh, when you first get home, the first one's for me, right? And and I'm doing that dance, and, and she's like, my dad's on there. And I was like, ah, I mean, you're 30-something years old. It's time to get yeah. over. You got two kids with me, you know what I mean? And yeah. and and uh, she's like, okay, 
but you can't post it on Instagram because he's heavy on the reels. <laughs> I was like, all right, I won't post it on Instagram. We'll leave it on TikTok. And and so that got to stay, thankfully. TikTok is is like the wild, wild west of social media. You never know what you're going to come across, right? That is true. That is very true. I've seen some weird things. Have you ever been on Gimp Talk or or yeah, is it Gimp Talk or Nub? It's Nub Talk. People oh. miss people people missing extremities and stuff like that, and 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 they're making light of it. It's funny. Yeah. It's really really funny. This one lady, she has no arms, and she she looks like a chicken when she's dancing, right? And and I stitched one of her videos, and my wife. I showed my wife first and I showed a couple bigger creators that I'm friends with and like, mm, that's funny, but don't post it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. That's... And you, uh, you've, you're actually starting to get, uh, amass quite a link tree of collaborations that you've got going on. I noticed uh, the heat wave glasses, um, the, the lunch boxes have been kind of around for a little while. Um, and, and then of course the oil patch brotherhood, you've been a, a big advocate for the work that they're, that they're doing. Talk a little bit oh, yeah. about, you know, how, how these things come, come around and, and, you know, like nobody's getting rich off of it, but it's a lot of fun to, to take somebody else's thing and promote it on your own channel. Right. It is fun. It is fun. So we'll start with the heat waves because this is the newest one. And that's kind of, kind of been really interesting actually how it's kind of worked out even over the course of four days now. Um, uh, so I was on uh, a rig out in Dawson Creek two months ago, and um, the one of the all those guys on that rig, we all know each other. They all live around me and and stuff like that, or lived where I used to live, and and we're we're friends. I got them on Facebook. We we text, we talk. Um, and the one guy I was on the rig, he's like, man, he's like, that was a funny video you posted on this rig yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And even the even the push is like good job blocking out the rig number i i, I can't give you shit for it and it's like yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't prove i was on this right what are you talking about right and then uh so the derek hand comes up to me he's like man i got like eight pairs of heat waves it's like you can have these pair for free he's like tag heat waving them see how long it takes to get back to you so okay so i made three videos i tagged heat waving them each time and then um nothing nothing didn't hear nothing back and then Monday, I'm just cruising, just looking at old messages on uh, Instagram. I think it was Instagram. No, it was TikTok. I was cruising on old messages on TikTok, and I'm like, oh, Heatwave messaged me like three weeks ago. What's going on there? So I looked at the message. It's like, hey, you want to be a brand affiliate? Yada, 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 yada. I was like, hell yes. So I said, yeah, we got the ball rolling. And then, uh, and then yeah, and then they, they – they messaged me and I got the package in the mail when I got home the other day, like four days ago, whatever it was. And uh, three days ago. And yeah, there we go. We've, we've been, we've been working with them now and that it's been fun. It's been a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they're, they're, they're like, uh, they're, they're direct competitors with some, like some other brands and stuff like that. So there's yeah. like that kind of stuff going on too. And, 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 and they just look cool. Right. Like, they do, yeah, and and it's not and 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 they're safety glasses as well, right? Like the future text that I got, they're safety glasses, certified Z Z eighty sevens. I don't know what is it in Canada. Do we say Z or Z? I never figured that one out, but there's Z eighty sevens and yeah. So so they're they're safety glasses, so I can actually wear them at work, and and they're they're polarized and they're shatter resistant, and man, they're nice. There's some nice shades. 
And you, and then you got uh, the the old school lunch boxes. Like my dad had that exact lunch box that you're that you've got there. Like th- that's so cool to just that somebody out there still making those things and getting them out there, right? Well, yeah, that is pretty neat. Um, same thing with them. Uh, do you follow them on Instagram, Vintage Fifty Six? Yes, just well, just when I started researching the stuff that you're doing, yeah, I followed him along. Yeah, yeah, he so so the the lady that owns that, I think she's out of Manitoba or Saskatchewan, and and she she wasn't doing anything with it. I think it was her husband's, right? She wasn't doing anything with it. So the guy that's doing it now, he approached her and he's like, "Hey, I'd like to buy the patent off you, right? And and I I got ideas for it, and I believe he was on like Dragon's Den with it, and um. So he, he he reached out to me and I was like absolutely. It took us a while to actually get to get, like work it out and get going with it because I was really busy. Then he was busy. He had some health things going on. None of my business, uh, but he had some health things going on. And then we all got real busy. And then one day he's like, "Hey, you ready?" And and then I was like, "Yeah, man. You know, like I'm I'm ready." And then and then I was just about the same time I was trying to work out the merch thing for my myself too. And so it was a lot going on. So I kind of put him on the back burner for just a little bit. And then, um, and then one day I messaged him like, Hey, I'm going to drop it tomorrow. We're going to do this. And then, and then it was kind of like a, a, an ADHD moment where tomorrow I never came. I did it 10 minutes after I sent him the message. <laughs> it's just like, Hey, I'm putting, I'm posing it. Now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So that went out there now. And, yeah, no, that's been a fun one. Uh, I, 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 I put my, my, my logo on the lunchbox and it looks sweet. And they come in like back in the day, it only came in one color. These come in like six different colors and there's metallic ones. There's different shaped ones. There's, oh, they're, they're pretty neat. Yeah. No, and it's amazing what people are doing. It's like the old Cuban lunches you know, that the chocolate bars everyone had when they were kids and then they just went away and now they're back and better than ever and four bucks a pop and nobody can keep them in on, you know what I mean? It's like everything that's old is new again. Absolutely, man. Everyone's trying to bring back like the, like the old days, right? I think that's, I don't know if you want to go there, but I think that's a, that's kind of like a, a sign or a symbol of where we're at right now in, 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 in our lives. Uh, everyone's, you know, it's, it's kind of, Hey man, like, I don't like where, where we're going here. So let's, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to a time where that was much simpler where we all enjoyed it. Right. And, and, you know, there's a nostalgic feeling there too, right? We're, we're all grasping at our youth a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that statement a hundred percent. Everyone, um, is, is, and and that age where you it's still you're able to do it gets further and further in life like you know I'll, I'll be 44 in may and my dad didn't do the things that i still do at 44 when he was 44 do you know what i mean and and then when his dad oh, yeah. was 44 well he was a grandfather at 44 do you know what I, like it's just everything's so yep. different yeah yeah so exactly the one thing that the you know the the audience the people that listen or watch your your consume your content there they wouldn't let me ever live down having you on and not asking does your boss really kick you out of the office the second he sees you walk through the door so yeah yeah he does 
short answer <laughs> yes um so yeah him and i have a really interesting relationship actually he doesn't hate me like those videos make it seem but no. um but i know how to get under his skin right and yeah. and he just recently quit smoking right um so when he quits smoking right i get him first thing in the morning he's already he's already not a morning person so when he walks in i'm sometimes i'm there but um usually when when i'm there and and he walks in i just go in right behind him and my coworkers are sitting there like oh shit don't do it man you're gonna get hit today he's gonna throw something at you right and i'm like perfect I don't care. And I, if I hear him yelling and screaming through the wall, as soon as it stops, I go in because I know he's in a foul mood, right? So it's like, perfect. This will make great entertainment, right? And uh, and he's allowed it to go on. You know, he he's allowed it to go on. There's a couple there that were like, I'm going to get you, man. And I walk in and I screw it right up. And I'm like, I'm coming right back, right? So like, yeah. one of them only one of them there's only one of them that was like man this is too perfect not to do we gotta do it and and he's like fine just get it over with and then he switches up his too and 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 you can kind of tell you can kind of tell in the video a little bit i'm not gonna say which one it is but you can kind of tell in the video it was a little bit staged but yeah. but the rest of them are all like 100 genuine and uh yeah it was it was good uh, I, I don't know if you've seen the one yet where, where he actually kicked me out of his house. No. Um, no, I showed up. I showed up early in the morning because his uh, brother-in-law works with us and I was dropping his brother-in-law off. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, this would be perfect. So I follow his brother-in-law in the house. His brother-in-law closed the door on me, but I opened it and Terry was sleeping on the couch just before i walked in and he got up to walk to the bathroom and when he came back i'm just standing there with a camera in front of his face like what the fuck are you doing in my house it's like get out of here now who the fuck let you in right and yeah yeah it was a good one i i i'm trying to post them on my instagram in 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 order yeah but uh but there's one there was on his birthday which which I'm kind of far behind. Well, his birthday was last week, so I'm far be too far behind on that. It'll be posted out of out of order, I guess. Then it'll be like in a couple weeks where I'll post that one, but it's not really his birthday anymore. But I mean, it was a good one. You'll, you'll see why. You'll see why. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you see it too. That's great. That's so good, man. Yeah. So one of the. Uh... One of the last things, you know, I've taken up a lot of your time and it's and it's late here, uh, but kind of the last thing I like to leave the podcast with, Dick, is um, what does success look like now? And does that kind of, does what it's been so far look anything like what you thought it would be when you started uh, doing content creation as a side gig to your job as a swamper? Um, yeah, it's kind of changed a little bit, right? Like I see... Like success now, success success like you mean like success in the online world compared to Just what I thought. With, it with like. all of it, what you're doing with it, like originally, if the if your driver got a snicker out of it and wasn't so foul, it was good. That was success. And now you're giving you know all these people your five million views and six hundred thousand views of these things. And is is that what success for this was ever going to be for you, or is that something you found along the way? Success, I think, is like we'll take it back to those messages that I was getting where people were like, "Hey, man, thanks for thanks for making you know time in camp 
you know, a little less dull, a little less lonely. You know what I mean? Thanks for, thanks for putting a smile on my face when I didn't want to smile that day. You know what the patch is like, right? Where, you know, it, it's, and I've said this a couple of times when you're younger, everyone thinks, Oh man, you gotta be tough to work in the patch. And they always think, you know, like this kind of tough, you know, muscle. Yeah. But when you get older and I've come to realize is that, it's a lot of mental toughness the passions when you're young you don't care you don't have a family it's it's whatever when you're older you got you know it's a young man's game your body starts wearing down a little bit you're you can't you can't do this quite as well as you used to and being away from home starts really hurting you in a different way than than what it used to and 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 you know it's it's mental Right. So, so when people send me messages like that, like, thanks for, thanks for taking the monotonous, the monotony out of it. Thanks for putting a smile on my face. Thanks for, you know, thanks for all that. Thanks for making a 12 hour day not seem so bad. And, or, or in a back truck, in the back truck world, thanks for making that 30 hour shift not seem so bad. And, and it's like, hey, man, yeah, you're welcome. I was doing it for the same reason. I did it. Did it for me for the exact same reason. I needed to put a smile on my face. So I made this video. I watch it. It makes me laugh. makes me feel good. And I'm glad that it could do the same for you. What a great conversation with a, a content creator um, who's who's taken a little bit of uh, creative license with the work that he does and, and showing the lighter side of himself and the work that he does. Uh, it's, it's interesting to see how the person behind the mask or behind the screen or behind the camera looks at the work that they do. And Dick, you know, he, he gets it. He's just out there trying to have fun, uh, create a little bit of excitement behind what he does and just try to not quite have every day be quite so uh, doldrum as the last one. And I think that's an important message for people to take from any of the stuff that happens on Instagram and TikTok and whatever. It's, it's all just for fun. None of it's serious. Even the people that think they're serious, it's still not that serious. So Great conversation with Dick. Really uh, appreciate him taking some time. He, you know, he's on, he makes his hay when the sun's shining, when the sun's shining um, is, is Q1 for him. And uh, he took some time out of his days off to, uh, to sit down with us for, uh, well, it was about an hour and a half. It was just such a fun conversation. Um, there's a, just as much um, that we didn't play as we did because me and him sat and chatted for, for almost two hours. It was a lot of fun. Really excited to uh, to get this one out. This was one that I've kind of been had in the back of my mind for for a little while, and just had to make it work. Got a couple more coming up, and we're on episode fifty. We're one year deep here, right away. So many cool things happening. So many cool guests. People that um, we're reaching out to are actually getting back to us in in reasonable time. We're finding an opportunity to fit these people in. Talk to really cool people, and uh, and and get this thing humming along like we kind of always envisioned it would. So. Please like, rate, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mama, do what you got to do to get the word out about the Second Act podcast. We're really excited to have you along for the ride. And remember, there's no wrong answer and no test at the end, so make the most out of every day. The Second Act podcast would like to thank Ben Sound for the intro and outro music. Happy Rock. That is www.bensound.com. We'd also like to thank Chin Whiskers for the promotional consideration. You can find them at your local Tommy Guns, Original Barbershop, Amazon, or chinwhiskers.ca. And we would also like to thank you for listening.